Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Did you hear about that new band? Their name is 1023 Megabytes. They haven't got a gig yet. Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast, episode 258. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron. No, not John Chichilla. What the heck? That's not That's you. That's not who I am. Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters in Pittsburgh, PA, in the Mayhem Studios, ready to talk geeky, get techy, and uh, have some fun here for the next hour-ish uh, as we podcast away. With me, we got the, the double dose on the couch. Right there, we got first on <laughs> your left on the video, or your left on the audio, if that's how you want to play it. My is left. <laughs> not that left. <laughs> is yeah. Katie Dude is at K Dutters on the Twitter social media extraordinaire. Hi guys, how are you? And also with us, uh, the man of the gadgets, John Chichilla. How's it going? Can I get that as like a subtitle? The man, man of, of the gadgets. gadgets. Hold on a second. Oh man, I'm John Chichilla. <laughs> You're John Chichilla. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm John Chichilla. Everybody is John Chichilla. It's going around. It's I want to. I want to see Sorg like Mission Impossible style, like rip off a mask, and it's it's me underneath. We do you're, not you're have the budget. There you go. <laughs> You've replaced us all with gadgets. Man of the gadgets, right there. Uh, but. <laughs> Awesome. But you can check us out at awesomecast.net. Uh, check out our, we actually have had a lot of interviews since we met last. Uh, we talked to Arnie Roth with the upcoming uh, Final Fantasy Symphony that's touring around and he's going to be conducting, I'm not going to screw that up again, uh, with the Pittsburgh uh, Symphony Orchestra here in town on August 1st. So go check that out, as well as my talk with Justin Kanaki about PodCamp Pittsburgh and everything right and wrong with social media and podcasting and freelancing today. Uh, all those at awesomecast.net. And you can join us here live at live.sorgatronmedia.com or live.awesomecast.net. And uh, we start recording and kind of setting up around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time and get started pretty promptly afterwards after you watch us uh, eat pizza and play with the dog. Uh, so there's that. And please uh, subscribe to us. Please comment on iTunes. And please, um, uh, you know, uh, please check us out on patreon of course uh patreon.com slash awesome cast thanks to our friends at thistle thistle c business development up in cranberry township here in pa uh for uh for for contributing to the show thank you very very much for that so let's get into our awesome things of the week chilla what do you got what do you got for me buddy what do i got for you i got the motorola hint Motor- so Motorola actually had this device out on the market, and I never actually saw it. And then information leaked or was brought to light yesterday of someone seeing the Hint 2 in a Best Buy okay. for sale. So if you look at that little device, and it looks a lot bigger on the screen than it is in real life, that is an earbud. And that earbud is the entire Bluetooth headset. Oh, jeez. Um, That's it? Like I said, I, I didn't actually see many of these out in the real world before, but the, and this is the second generation, which they it seems like they quietly released. Um, the big thing is it gets 70% more talk time. So it has 17 hours of talk time on a small earbud. Um, what I'm interested in also, they say they improve the audio and voice control. Obviously, you're going to be controlling a lot of things with your voice. 
since there's really not much of a button. Um, I'm interested in the sound quality on this, especially when talking. Um, the device does cost about 130 bucks, which is $20 less than the, than the first version. Um, when you think about it, think about chopping the bottom of your your earbud off for like your that you get with your iPhone or mm-hmm. whatever other device and just putting that little thing in your ear and that's pretty much what this that's is. It. Um I to me this is pretty slick and getting 17 hours of talk time that's not standby. Um you're going to have to charge your phone multiple times to to even talk that long. Um so like I said I'm interested in testing this out. I've been testing out a lot of different headsets recently um, for something we're working on at work. And 17 hours of talk time is completely amazing to me. Um, the one thing I would like them to see them do is kind of put some kind of little USB dongle that comes with it um, for devices that may not make use of the best that it has to offer as far as Bluetooth is concerned. Um, but that's kind of a TBD. But I, I think I'm actually going to try to get one of these to give it a whirl. I, I want to see what the background noise is like. Like when I'm, I have the LG tones that AJ had, and walking down the street with those, you pick up every car that drives by. I was going to say, so everywhere. these these are settled pretty much right in your ear, right? Right. So like, yeah, that microphone can't be good because what's going to pick what's it going to pick up or is it doing like remember those the throat ones that actually like went around your throat and kind of used vibrations in your throat to pick up your voice right does this pick up something through the ear canal i i don't know um but i i do want to i do want to hear or i do want to see what this is like um and how much background audio it's picking up i'm Mm -hmm. guessing based on if you look very closely at the the uh, flat black part right there. For those of you <laughs> on audio, you don't know where I'm pointing. But that, um, there's that little slit, yeah, up, up in the center there. Yeah, I'm guessing between that and the bottom slit, one of those is probably noise cancellation in some way, shape, or form. So maybe they they have kind of solved it. When, when you look at some of the who makes the era, bear with me one second. Jabra, or Jawbone. Jawbone makes the arrow, which doesn't come down very far, mm-hmm. but they have this technology called Noise Assassin, which they use for noise cancellation that actually works extremely well. Um, so maybe they've solved something that we don't know about. The other thing, the only other thing that I do not like about this, I've tried to, I'm trying to standardize more of my charging and for all my devices. This has like a weird four pin device that it sits in um if you click on that website click the link that says moto hint Mm -hmm. and it takes you to a page and scroll down just a smidge and you can see the third picture on the right on the top it goes in this little unit um for charging which i'm not a huge fan of Um, that I have to carry this extra thing around to charge it. What'll be interesting is uh, that's a power pack. So, so it can hold a charge on its own as well. Okay. And I'm wondering if that I've seen other manufacturers do this, where that takes into account for the 17 hours 
So does the power pack hold four charges? And that's it's four four hours per charge. I so don't, I don't this know. isn't something that's going to live in your ear like for seventeen hours. It's gonna it's gonna be kind of uh, uh, on hand, and you pick it up when you need it, right? Yeah, I, that I don't know. That's that's where I don't know. There, there's not enough information yet that's mm-hmm. broken about the device, but I'm guessing this is probably going to tie into something else because I think Motorola has a big announcement next week. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. But Oh, and it battery life, uh, 15 minutes of charge time. It gets 8 hours of battery life with 15 minutes of charge time? Oh, that's the Moto X. I don't know. So I don't know. We'll, so we'll see. I'm definitely probably going to pick one of these up. Awesome. Go check it out. It's the Moto Hint. And when's it going to be available? It's available now. It is available now. Yeah. I'm wondering if Best Buy got it on the shelves early. Mm -hmm. But, well, I guess we'll find out. All right. Go check that out. Katie, you have something. It sounds like there's a story involved in this. Oh, in real life stuff. Look at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, as some people may know, you're going to the gathering this weekend. Mm -hmm. And... um, you were looking for extra videos, so we're kind of turning my 5S into a GoPro. It's compl- I completely wiped it. so. And that is the one that, and the case, that survived an Insane Clown Posse Fago Geddon concert last year. Yes. So we know we can do that. We can trust it. Uh, yeah, this is my life-proof case, which I obviously need life-proof cases because I cannot be trusted without I thought them. you dropped life-proof. I couldn't hear out of it, but I've apparently dropped the number of phone calls I made. So I can go back to the life-proof <laughs> case. <laughs> And I figured out that if I press on up here where the, the speaker is, okay. I tend to get a little bit better. Okay. Because I think just it's there's an air gap in mine. Okay. I don't know if you can see the little bloop, bloop, bloops. There's air underneath there, so I kind of have to press it down, and then I hear a lot better. Okay. But it, like I said, I have a, I guess I've t- cut down the number of phone calls I make with it, so I can go back to my like proof case. So I wanted to give you this phone, and, and I looked at it, and I've, I, like I said, it's gone through the gathering. It, it's gone through um, several paint, lots of painting, and um. It's filthy. It, is, it was absolutely filthy dirty. And I was wondering why the pictures were so bad on it. And it turns out that there's a little plastic film, which, you know, is one of the way we knew it protected the plastic film over the camera and also over the flash. And no matter what I was doing, it was not coming clean. So actually what I figured out was um, lemon juice or lemon oil on a Q-tip. And you just go, boop, 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 and it took off so much dirt you wouldn't believe. Like it was unreal. I went through 10 Q-tips of dirt. Just like. What? That thing has been through a lot. <laughs> And then I, I went through and I actually I did my own and I was like, whoa, I was impressed with how many how dirty this was just from normal use. I mm-hmm. haven't taken this guy to the gathering yet or anywhere like that or painted it. But it, it's amazing. I didn't I, I was running out of ideas. I actually I tried using um, gla- my glasses cleaner on it and it didn't um, work. But the, the lemon juice was able to cut through the dirt and actually took paint off, which was rather impressive without doing any damage to it. Is it safe to do on your regular just the optical piece? Not on the life proof. That's what I wonder. I, I, I would worry about doing it on the actual on because I've noticed mine. I just take my finger because I'm like, why do these pictures look blurry? And I just take my thumb, my thumb, and just kind of, you know, take it. Because all I have is a bumper, and that seems to that seems to do most of the job for me. So I'm okay. But uh, but yeah, definitely uh, you know, considering going to the gathering and stuff, you need to be a little more careful, especially <laughs> especially on Saturday night when ICP comes. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you see a guy at the gathering with the bright pink life proof case, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> the sword. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should put, attach some lights to it so it'd be like blink, 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 blink. So they really could find you. I could really have fun with that. No one is in the life proof too. <laughs> I know. So it's, yeah, this is this is our, our um, 
fancy non GoPro GoPro camera exactly for the, for the trip. Which is exactly what I, I was talking about before. Is uh, I'm hoping with this next upgrade, we're we're going to give our five S's to our our folks and get four S's back, and they're just going to be like what we're doing here. It just there'll be our GoPros, there'll be our go-to cameras that you know something I don't have to worry about. Uh, maybe deleting Immortals for a, for a short period of time because it takes up a gig and a half, you know, uh, so I can do a little more with it. So so hopefully it'll be a little more unleashed when I'm filming stuff this weekend. And and you're lucky because it's the um, life proof before they change the bottom of them because this with my new one I can only use Apple chargers right because it's uh, the Amazon and what you know the the ones you get online for five bucks don't actually fit into the charging hole. So I have to use the Apple one on here, but you can fit anything in this guy for charging. Awesome. Awesome. Life proof. Love it. So all I have is Amazons and whatever the heck we picked up at Walmart. Yeah. I, mine's like five <laughs> below, I think. And yeah. Yeah. Well, those, are, those don't last too long. Usually. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, you're going to pay for a few of them over time, but, uh, but you, you lose one $20 cord, you yeah. so you kind of just suck it up, right? Or the cat eats it. Or the, <laughs> Really? That's an issue? Yeah, the, our cat has chewed through. Like, I have to be very careful going home now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, leaving my earbuds anywhere and or the charge cords, they'll gnaw through them. We've, uh, we had a roommate at a time, and it gnawed through my, the wire to the Wii bar sensor bar mm-hmm. and i was so pissed so mad i was like it wasn't our cat that did that he doesn't do anything he just stares at me so my cat will try to eat through the uh, my laptop cable like if i set it like on the table and it hangs down at all he's like what's this no that's expensive yeah i was like no please no yeah yeah definitely <laughs> definitely what's wrong with our cats <laughs> Awesome. So, and check out Life Proof uh, in general. Uh, they're awesome. Obviously, they they survived what they survived last year. Um, and uh, do we have, have? We should retweet the video from. Oh my too. gosh! And what this thing went through. Yeah, we were, well, I was soaked and covered, yeah. and I I threw it on the ground because I got kicked in the face and got knocked to the ground. <laughs> this is not a very. Good that's the, it is pretty much in the middle of a mosh pit too. Yeah, so. yeah, and then, like so much fago, and I got I got pretty far, pretty close to the stage. Yeah, so you I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> We, I had lost you for a bit, and I was, and I went in, and I'm just like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> so awesome! I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that, and uh, and uh, see what I can get this year. So, uh, so speaking of kind of uh, video viewfindery stuff, there's this Kickstarter that actually only has 16 hours ago. I wish I had the money to put in for this thing, but I'll look for it when it gets uh, retail here. Uh, looks like they're going to be delivering in November, so hopefully around then. Uh, but this is the next step of uh, it, you know. You know, Chilla, Chilla and I, we 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 we've had we've had our experiences with Google Glass at this point, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, we we see the flaws and we see the awesomeness of it. Uh, you know, hand in hand, right? I was yes, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna hold my comment for one minute. Okay, okay, uh, but it, but so this is uh, something that was taking. Uh, one of the cool parts of it is that viewfinder and having that extra screen, and and that's basically it. It's called the viewfind. Like I said, it's on uh, Kickstarter right now. It's got 16 hours ago. It's at 226000 of its $50,000 goal. And it is a Google Glass sort of thing. It's definitely a little, I want to say, obviously biggie, bigger and clunkier. And you're going to have to have it tethered to something. Like this big wire is going to hang down here. But you're not going to wear this to the coffee shop. Right? You're not going to be wearing this all the time. This is a specific for-use thing. 
So, and they're looking at some of the prototypes there that are pretty crazy. Uh, this actually reminds me of uh, when when I picked up the glass, uh, we did a thing on Night Talk here on, on PCNC uh, with some of the guys from Carnegie Mellon University in the ro- robotics department. And they showed like a prototype of what would be what we know as these, you know, on-face cameras from like uh, the early 90s. And bigger version, but that's what this feels like. This kind of screen that you can position uh, in your view and it just kind of displays a video. Now, this takes HDMI. So their, their argument is Google Glass is trying to be a cell phone on your face. But most of us are happy with the functionality that we're already carrying around with our iPhones, with our, our Google phones and everything. So as long as your device can do an HDMI out of any sort, it will input into this device and now you have it in front of your face. So one of the samples that they get, I'll try to throw it up here on the video, uh, but one of the samples that they give is, uh, uh, you know, like if you, you bring up Google Maps, now it's right up there in your in your display. Uh, they're connecting, I, I think it's a little weird, but like this guy has a GoPro on his helmet, but then he has a display of what the video is that that GoPro's taking, right? Um, or somebody with a selfie stick as he's skateboarding in that video. I, I see this as the perfect thing for when we're doing shooting for pro wrestling sports, you don't want your head down in that display because mm-hmm. you want to make sure something's not coming at you. But being able to look up and have that display and move your camera independently seems like a really, really cool application of this. And the thing is only $150. So in wearable wise, it, it's fairly affordable and, uh, and, I don't know. I think it, I think it works really well. It, it, here's the problem: you need to have glasses. I don't know if they have any kind of. Um, they have to have some sort of kind of uh, Google Glass style frame for those without glasses. But but for 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 most of us, this just fits right because I want to say mostly in a work world, you're, you're going to be uh, wearing glasses anyways, and it just attaches right to that. So uh, now, Chilla, do you have thoughts on this then? Well, I, the more like I, I was interested because I, I I heard a conversation about a couple people that have Google Glass and how mm-hmm. they still use it. Um, I am less apt to use it as a second screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using it from a photo documentary standpoint. Um, You're using the camera that 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 makes everybody else. Concern right about the device. Now, I usually only use it around the house. Yeah, you're not wearing it out. Uh, I'm not really wearing it out. I may, it it hasn't even gone past the backyard. It's actually going to go past the backyard here in the next week. Oh yeah, because it's going on vacation with me, and we're going to the beach. Nice. Um, Don't get sand in it. Yeah, I won't. Um, but a, a lot of people I've heard recently, and I, I think it was on MacBreak or or I'm not sure where it was, but they were talking about maybe it was. Twit. Um, they were talking about how I think it was Andy Anaka was saying I'll go. He'll go on a walk, and he uses it all for note taking. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second screen capability of this is nice, but I feel like you're really that's all it is. But I don't but- I don't feel like you're getting all of the stuff that makes Google Glass special. This is just a small, a small second monitor. It's really just kind of paring it down, isn't it? Which is where, which is where I think the price point comes in, right? Right. right. What, what I'm also confused on is, so there's a battery, but if I have to be plugged in all the time, 
what's the battery for? Was the battery built in, or you mean the battery is, there's like an extra battery, or... It says internal battery. Right. Probably, I don't know, a few... <coughs> the fourth picture segment down. All right. It has the virtual screen and the adjustable arm and the internal battery, that one. Okay. So what's the internal battery for if I have to... Well, no, it's going to be plugged in HDMI-wise. Like, you have to always have a video feed. That's okay. what the plug-in's going to be. Um, now, it's also going to have, if you want more power and or, or, or to charge. That the, so, it basically has two ports. One's the HDMI, and you're going to need some kind of adapter cord, you know, to go from, basically, they're going to have, like, a mini HDMI port to whatever you need. Like, a full-size one, maybe on a camera, or whatever adapter that, you know, you plug into an Android device, and, and it'll turn it into a, a H, HDMI uh, so, I mean, you're going to have to figure out that part of it. And I don't know what plugs into, say, I don't know, a GoPro or something like that. But, uh, I, I think you're, you're right. You're right. It doesn't, it doesn't replace the Google Glass, but I think it adds some new functionality. Cause I, what, I mean, another big issue I have is, um, I was just shooting, um, outside on, on Saturday night at, at this ball field show. And, and when you have that LCD, you know, you also have, I can't see it in the sun. Is mm-hmm. another problem. That's very so true. So this yeah. would also help that. I'm just I'm just thinking about, and, and they show the person using Google Maps mm-hmm. and, and setting it up while they're walking. Think about the phones that we use now. Some of the Samsung devices have HDMI out, so you can plug direct. Right. The majority of them, you're going to have a clunky, chunky. Lightning or USB to full-size HDMI to convert full-size HDMI <laughs> to micro to mm-hmm. then plug this thing in. Right. I think it's going to be great when you're stationary or when you're like you're at the, your desk right now. Right. Or you're standing still. Walking around doing directions probably doesn't make sense. Yeah, Too much sense. The drone thing, thing looks really, really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can... Be looking down at your device, controlling it, as well as seeing it while you're looking down. Um, the GoPro thing, I think, is great because GoPros typically don't... A lot of the GoPros don't typically have the a viewfinder on them. Right. And the viewfinder is typically never where somewhere where you're going to actually be able to look at it right. while you're filming. So I think it's brilliant for that. Um, I'm just not sold on... The application, like, if you look at, like, the video of the drone pilot, the contraption he has and the way this is hooked up. and Yeah, he's got a pretty hefty controller slash, and I'm guessing this, uh, the display is actually probably going to his phone, and the phone is actually connecting to his headset. Scroll down more. Okay. Keep scrolling, scroll down, scroll down a little more, a little more, a little more. Oh, that one right there, rewind. That's his video. Yeah, rewind that one to the beginning. Okay, mm-hmm. so so he's got like a little uh, a cell phone on an arm that's like on you know. But go to the first frame of that video. First frame, okay. Oh yeah, look at that! Look at that thing! That's crazy. It's huge. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it looks like he has an iPad Mini. Yeah, wired into a controller, wired into like a PlayStation Two controller, <laughs> and then he has like three cords coming out of the headset. It's just, it's just a lot. It seems bulky. If you, if you, I don't think you're going to be lugging that around. A lot of places. But but if you're doing this, if you're doing this kind of like drone videography, this is a very specialized thing. So 
you're going to, you know, just like when you go somewhere to shoot something, you know, and you have the lights and the cameras and the teleprompter and the people with the boards shining the light. Like, I mean, this, that's what, and this guy's doing a very specialized thing here. Mm-hmm. And I think, it, I think, I think he will go through the trouble if that means he's going to get better stuff. Right. Because yes. once again, if he's using, well, I guess what, he's got that map going on. How, how does he, I don't know. We, we, I didn't watch the video in advance, but the, but the videos outputting from that, that app, you know, again, LCDs in, in the sun, it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. So th- this kind of would pick up on that issue too. So no, I, this is going to be very specialized. This if, is, if, you're, if you're lugging this much stuff around, just bring a dome with you to shade your shade. Just everything. bring a dome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you look at it, I mean, it, it, it plugs into a camera. Mm-hmm. So if I'm using, I'm, I'm a photographer out using my digital SLR, I can essentially take photos of things without having to be behind this camera. So you're able to place your camera in a spot that maybe you can't stand behind because you can't get back far enough. Right, right. Or but you're, you know, but you're still tethered to it. Yeah, but I can set it down and still have it back to the... It just it gives you this additional, which I was one of the neat things when I talked about the Wi-Fi connection to my phone, was I can still take the pictures despite the fact that I'm not attached to the camera. Right. And sometimes with that, um, if if you're trying to photograph kids or or pets they don't like the fact that you're like hey guys i got a camera in my face yeah or wildlife or, yeah or oh yeah like <laughs> chasing deer down <laughs> yeah. hey, buddy. um you're able to set it up you know maybe even next to you and you're kind of still like or you can entertain with one hand while you take your cat photos you got the cat toy here now and you can still see the photos you're taking and mm-hmm. so. I, i've noticed um and i don't know if this you know you guys are more photography minded than me but i noticed uh you know, one guy I was watching taking photos at one of the many, many wrestling shows the last two weekends, and, and they would do this thing where they take the camera and just kind of do a blind take, it seems, and then set up and start doing one. And I don't know, is that like, are they just kind of trying to take a wild shot, or or is that something where if this was connected, like they would know more what's going on when that happens, or they just got really bad technique? <laughs> Um, it depends on what they're doing. They could be just uh, checking to see um, their light balance, like okay. to see, yeah. yeah exposure and light balance yeah okay i mean that could be one thing i mean they could just be i mean i've taken i've taken photos wildly just because maybe i'm like oh let's just see what happens with this angle because my arm's eight feet long right i might be able to get a better crowd shot it's like having a um, selfie stick you know being tall and stuff <laughs> but bring a daughter's with you it's like having a selfie stick. hire me i'll be your friend i was very around. i was very pleased when kevin nash came to the ring uh on saturday night and i'm and and, and i forgot what it's like to have a camera that actually has a viewfinder and everything at ringside and just be able to just hit get my arm up and like making a shot that looks like it's taller than him yeah and he's six foot seven eight something ridiculous like that he's a big big dude and i and i'm a lowly lowly six four in comparison <laughs> <laughs> to somebody like that, to uh, uh, Mr. Magic Mike himself. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, people signing. That was like the big angle of the match. I'm sorry. This is the, this is the wrong podcast. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, check it out. It's viewfinder. Like I said, it's got a few hours left. If you're hitting this up tomorrow, I'm sorry you missed it probably. Uh, but I'm sure it's going to be something that's going to be on retail here in a few months. And I know I'm, I'm earmarking it. I think I, I think I sent a reminder that they'll look it up at the beginning of November and see if it's something I can purchase. Because I'd love to get that from my videographer's ringside. Just a, just a, it's a little safer for them, mm-hmm. really. So. All right, so what is our app of the week? I think you'll like this one. Oh. It's called uh, Be Somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already raised a couple million dollars. What it is is it's a, an app connecting um, passionaries with people wanting to learn. And they're talking about how teaching um, is kind of a lost art. And um, 
it, in the article, um, the one article I pulled up, it was discussing on how expensive uh, going to college is and how many, how much loans, a lot of how much loan money people have now out. Um, but what this does is connects people. Uh, like for example, if you know how to podcast, if you know how to use a camera, you know how to do makeup, you know, mm -hmm. for a particular genre, and you, connecting them and enabling them to reach people who are also interested in it. When you set this app up, you sign in and then you say what you're passionate about. And um, it'll connect you with people in the area who are offering classes. And so it's offering um, the teachers a way to make money, another way to make fun, you know, raise money for themselves, mm -hmm. and allowing people to learn specific skills that they're very interested in with, um, without having to go take classes at, at a university level or a community college. So I think it, it's really cool. I, I, was, I just got a chance to check it out today. And, um, but they're also hiring... They're accepting applications now for um, ambassadors for local areas. This, this started in just Austin, Texas, but now they're kind of expanding out. Mm -hmm. And uh, they haven't released uh, Android yet, so it's just a, an iPhone thing now. But I think it's, it's, it's a really neat thing and a really unique opportunity, especially in our area with how many makers we have and, and you know, our tech interests and just you know, knitting even, something along those lines, something where you're just passionate about doing things or having an adventure. You host an adventure. Where maybe somebody wants to learn how to ride a dirt bike or how mm. to kayak. I mean, any of these skills that you have that you, you know that you're interested in and you're passionate about, you're able to teach somebody and make money at it. That's awesome. So it's this this kind of it feels like with without the um you know the the, the hangout components, but it feels like what what Helpouts was doing, mm -hmm. where it was kind of connecting you and giving you this place to say, "Hey, I'm an expert in X. Let me help you." Mm -hmm. that, like that seems like what's going on here. That's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's it's very it's very neat. It's the app itself is very nice. It's very bright. It's easy to use, and it's just I, I'm really I'm really interested to check it out further. It mm -hmm. seems like it would be the perfect complement or supplement to bridge from PodCamp to PodCamp. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> you have people that are passionate. They have the ability to teach to keep that teaching going year round. I, I think this is like the perfect tool for that mm -hmm. i need help setting up a twitter account i need help i mean it's right. pretty much anything mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. to actual real life adventures you know in the real world beyond tech learn how to surf how does it connect people like like is it is it set you up and you do a meeting or is yeah it you, like you a connect video? online first and okay. then you meet in person okay so it's it's a lot of there's some verification involved so you're not just like showing up and it's somebody going hey and they're crazy Awesome. <laughs> not too terrible no you know crazy in the uh, scary regards not like crazy like we are <laughs> which we're safe we're just fun so i mean it's 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 a nice, it's a nice way to say i mean it could be a nice way to supplement your income while mm -hmm. doing something you really enjoy awesome i actually got to load it up here so mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna poke around at this a little bit where is that there it is with everything else going on uh, and there's our chat room too. Oh, look! They have cat, cat hands. Paws. There's cat hands showing you how this works. You find people around. All right, you book your experiences from local experts called passionaries. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. That's fun. And then you get on a dirt bike, and what the heck? We're riding a dirt bike. They're really loving this dirt bike uh, uh, kind of mechanism here, aren't they? My so, gosh! And, and if you look at the, the passion things, there's um, anything from bulldogs to I think. It was um, decorating apartments, small apartments, like anything you could ever imagine having a passion about. There, it's, it's pretty much on that list. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I'm, some... I think I'm going to look into this a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, Cause Cause... I mean, even with coding, I mean, how many people we know could have co you know do this or even wanting to attend it? Since oh, I, yeah. I can't, I don't have the kids' software that they all have now. <laughs> so... We have action sports. We have acting. We have somebody periscoping me. 
Acro Yoga. What the yeah. heck? So they picked some very interesting things to start mm-hmm. off with. So, and I'm just in the A's. Alpine yeah. Climbing, Alternative Music, America. What do we have in America? Um, let's see. Hashtags Be Somebody, 30 Seconds to Mars, 3D Modeling. Okay. Let's see what we got. Uh, everybody's texting me. I know. Stop texting me. So wait, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm supposed to select my passions. Oh, okay. I am not a 3D modeler. We're going to back up on that. We'll finish yeah. that later. But you get mm-hmm. the idea. That looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to look into that. They said that some of the uh, the passionaries have made $3,000 in on a month. I'm in. It's <laughs> <laughs> like sold. Everybody's in. I'm in. And oh, everybody's yeah. going to, uh, until everybody floods into this thing. and then So we're first. Pittsburgh, we're first. We're first. <laughs> there you go. Not seen else there you go. I'm going to finish signing up for that in between you. shows here. But in the meantime, uh, hey, check out our friends. Uh, we, we're also passionate about pizza around here, aren't Is we? Is that an option? Is that, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me look it up. Let's see. Pizza, Passion option? Pizza. pizza. No results. Ah. You can start it. Whoa! We're gonna we're bringing we're making this happen. We're bringing pizza to be somebody, and we're hoping to help uh, slice on Broadway bring pizza to you. If you're in the South Hills of Pittsburgh here, uh, go check them out. They help us out. They support it so these fine fine people can uh, sit through their dinner hour here on the couch and not be hungry. It is tasty and delicious. Yes. <laughs> I recommend ordering not just one pie, minimum three. You gotta order three. If you're gonna order one, you gotta order three. Yeah, because you want lunch the next day. You want. You gotta taste <laughs> all the snacks. different gourmet ones. Oh, oh it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check them out. Hey, the, the Dutters, we just went to uh, Slice uh, Thursday night on a whim. Yeah, we just we went out there and enjoyed all the delicious pizza, and mm. we love the guys there are so awesome. The guys and the ladies there are just so. They are. So, and they anything to, anything to take care of you. Anything you need, they're like, do you need this? That's just awesome. Awesome. There's Rico on the front page right there. Uh, go Rico. check them out and uh, tell them you heard about them on the awesome cast, SliceOnBroadway.com. They're in Carnegie in the South Hills along the tracks and Beachview, as well as the Main Street. Wait, I just mixed things up, didn't I? In the Main Street of Carnegie on Main Street. Yeah. Okay. They're all the places. SliceOnBroadway.com to find out those actual places, because I'm mixing them up. Uh, PJH underscore Slice on the Twitters, and uh, Slice on Broadway on your Instagrams and Facebooks. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Now let's go check out what happened last week at Sorgatron Media. I was going to say, I want to ask Chris if she's if you're just like breaking out and Chachi plays plugs like in the middle of the night. You know? <laughs> Sleep charging. And she just like, she just like reaches over like, I know, I know, I'll donate in the morning. You know, typically speaking, by the way, that was, like, the, my biggest fear was, like, if a microphone even got within, like, 100 yards of me, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to combust right now. Like, this is the end of my life. I don't know if uh, indie wrestling shows uh, had uh, wealthy patrons who uh, earned their money selling LSD all, all up and down the West uh, Coast. That I don't was... know about in Pittsburgh, but I'm sure somewhere there is. Uh, that was that was the case for the Grateful Dead. Hype like, uh, TV. I like the hype bros. Like I like the movie Batman and Robin. <laughs> are they a good tag team? <laughs> no, no. But are they entertaining and campy? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, Mojo Raleigh is essentially NXT's bat nipples. Chachi Plays for Kids is coming back again. The 24-hour Gameathon for Youth Arts Programs in Pittsburgh, August 7th and 8th at the Tunesium, or join us live. ChachiPlays.com. Find out how you can make a difference too and donate today. ChachiPlays.com. Up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B A B A. Start. 
All right. Please check out everything at SorgatronMedia.com. Some great stuff going up. A lot of different podcasts. We always have something going on. I hope we're filling your e-holes. E-holes? Your, that's your ear holes. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Uh, so let's get into some stories. Dutters, you have a lot of stuff in here. Hey, you know what? You, you, there's specific notes. If you ever see our notes, it specifically says overloaded in case we have... In case we need them. So guess what? I was overloading. Good job. Good job. Go yeah. and pick one. What do you want to talk uh, uh, out of this menagerie you have going on oh here? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, my two favorites. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is um, this Maker uh, Make University. Since we kind of already talked about it, goes along the lines with the um, Be Somebody, where instead of traditional universities, again, with the whole student loans and just debt, just being completely out of control, mm. um, they're offering more too specific it's it's just like the text um the schools you had with the well they still have um like school of trades mm-hmm. instead of that it's it's got a more tech angle on it so there's like these make universities where you actually learn to code or you engineering and just very specific things not that you have to sign in for a four-year degree to get so you can still get these skills without having to go into a, a traditional university or college experience so this is kind of one of those questions where are we going to start seeing a shift from traditional universities to product universities, which just specifically focus on a trade or a product? I like that. Don't, don't we kind of have those, though, with tech schools and trade schools? And I mean, we saw, I mean, I've, I've seen shifts in Cisco engineers and, and, and things like that where they're, where they're becoming more specialized mm-hmm. and it's more of like a product single product, single specialist category. Um, is this just another way to, of, of doing that? Or? It seems like it's expanding beyond what we've seen traditionally. It's, it's more of, you know, computer-based, the software-based, the firm, you know, those kind of along those lines. And the only issue, the, the only way that this is going to ever really fly um, is if we can get companies to drop the, um, do you have a degree? question mm-hmm. on their um when it, you when you apply it should be more do you know how to make this thing yes and, and it, it's going to hit a point where it's like it's no longer do you have a degree which oh automatically qualifies me for everything it's going right. to be like do you have the skills which right. oh wait now you're right. specifically getting to what i want and i know i know we we see that we've seen that a lot over the uh, i know um you know my wife always says you know all these people have paralegal degrees but she's the one that knows how to paralegal you know, uh, and, and, and I don't know how many uh, people I saw uh, graduating from the Art Institute, like my colleagues, you know, and then saying, uh, you know, their, their stuff didn't look that good, yet mm-hmm. they graduated, right? Yeah. What are they going to really do with that? They went through the motions. I remember having an SQL, SQL class, and because of whatever was going on with the server or something, we never actually got anything to work the entire class, yet we all kind of passed because we, we, well, you copied the code from here and it should have worked, but something else is going on. Mm-hmm. So we never actually made something function, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're not making products from class to class. We're just saying, do a thing in Flash that nobody's ever going to use in the real world. Mm-hmm. And it just just didn't work. And, uh, and, you get, and you get stuck in these places. And that's, I, mean, I think especially when you look at you know, Art Institute and such like that, you know, great, you know how to take pictures how do I make money at this, you know, is not added into that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we have, like, um, hundreds of photography students in Pittsburgh, and then AIP getting in trouble for that. So, I mean, it, it's, it's no, I, I see this, and I, and I can't, like, this has been a long-standing discussion, but I, I can, 
do, do, do we have him on this show? Um, I was Steve Klabnik that uh, that had left school, did coding, and he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff now. Like that seems to be the way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter what degree as long as you have knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think experience is part of that too. So I hope a lot right. of this also lines you up with. It'd be interesting if, if stuff like this they actually took companies and got got them to give like a real world problem because like what you're what you were talking about sorg right you know you you taught them you 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 learned something in flash that you're never ever going to use right. so how do you get real life use cases and 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 company problems to solve right and then adapt them into the curriculum and and it, again i i feel like it would also help keep all of the the learning current because you see, you see a lot of areas where the like the the stuff is ASP version three or four, and it's like okay, that's twelve years old. Right, right. The, the theory is still the same, but none of the codes used today. Right, and, and I even felt like I felt like uh, the most I got out of was when I took what I learned in class and actually made a project. You mm-hmm. know, that's why I started WesternPAJugglos.com. Was that's where I took this, and this was the place to play with this. I never, I, and for whatever reasons, I never got an internship, and, uh, and to get into the business world and figure that part out. And, and I think that's also on. Unfortunately, it's also on the student themselves to have the motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to know that I need to not just go to my classes and report in and do what I'm told. I need to do something with this mm-hmm. because you're just not gonna rise above that at mm-hmm. that point and, and and you have to have a certain kind of motivation that some people don't get until they've been in the workforce and realize how much it's not working after a couple years for them before they say oh no i need to do this thing like something has to switch in your brain mm-hmm. or already be there for you to, to get in that maker mode and actually if you're a maker you you, you know you're already in that mode probably and you're already finding the stuff on the internet and going and, 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 and probably going to these universities and saying nobody has anything for me mm-hmm. too. So there's, there's a lot of problems are going to be solved. And for what should be the most uh, intriguing thing of, uh, of uh, this country, if I can get patriotic, uh, becoming a place where we make things again. So um, It'd almost be nice just like Chilla was saying to have an agency that kind of act as the middle person to connect companies, because I know with Point Park, they have uh, Wood Street um, Communications, where you partner with nonprofits. So you're doing social media with a nonprofit. You're doing so this. perfect. But then you still have to go through the university. Right. So if you kind of had a, a company that was more, hey, you know what? Um, we have people who are, want real-world experience that they can put on their resume for doing social media. Uh, give, them, give us a sign-up for this, and we'll help you out. Mm-hmm. which is not something I think we've really seen beyond a university level, at least in Pittsburgh. So here we go, guys. Let's, let's start it. We can do it. And then, uh, so we could have, you know, people apply to either work there or people apply to have our services. Awesome. They get uh, real world experience and businesses get stuff for free or free-ish. Free-ish. Depending on, you know, depending on how we're going to make money off this. It's the new phase <laughs> of, model. it's the new phase of using intern. Um, yes. You know how many times I, I say, I need to have, get this to happen. So I'll, I'll get an intern. I'm like, I can I? <laughs> but anyways, uh, so, all right. So I have this other this article I put in here. Um, there's a lot of stuff in here that I don't understand. But the general gist of it, I do get. 
Uh, it was really kind of, it's from Ars Technica, and uh, the title of it is uh, uh, Your Body, the Battery, uh, Powering Gadgets from Human Biofuel, and it kind of goes into how we could be doing this. This goes back to, uh, for me, Chantry saying how he wants a screen implanted in his arm, and, and, and you got to think, you're making a lot of energy, that's how we run, and how could we harness that, that it's just, that's what powers my smartwatch, you know? Not that I need much for the pebble, but still, that's at ten percent, so I could use it right now. Uh, but um, I, I don't know; it, it's uh, it's interesting, and I wonder how how far off we are um, from this happening. Chill, have you been following anything like this? I have not been following anything to the point where it's tapping in. Like this actually goes into like bloodstream, and mm-hmm. I've heard of like trying to tap into glucose. There's a lot of kind of um, uh, there's, there's a lot of kind of prophesizing about technology. So there's a lot of Star Trekery, I think, happening in this article. Um, but still, it, it, it's, it's fairly grounded in science. And, and, but but what, I, what I have seen is more of like the kinetic energy and the, the movement type and harnessing movement. Right, right. I, I was actually, there's a CBS, or not, PBS Kids app. And it, it actually has all of the stuff on, on PBS and you can watch like the latest episode. And one of them was this guy that took their infant's jumper like the thing that you mount in your doorway <laughs> yeah that, it's like on a big spring and yeah. you put your kid in there and you it's it's a way to definitely neglect them but keep them busy um so they they sit there and bounce right and it keeps them occupied and it keeps you both sane um what he did was though he on some kind of metal metal rod with magnets around it he mounted magnets and the magnets would actually then cause a charge to build and then he actually harnessed that charge to, like, I think, recharge batteries or something like that. Nice. So I think if you did the same type of thing, and I, I've heard of people, like, on their bikes, you, you, can, you can get the thing that will actually power, like, the light on the back of your bike. Yeah. I've seen people do that, but to, like, charge their phone or to charge other things that they can then plug in while they're riding. I think my mom was looking at one for her that would charge her phone. Because when you when you think about you're using GPS, you're using um, some kind of Bluetooth thing to calorie count, you're using uh, something to monitor your heart, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, that's definitely chewing through the battery on your phone. So if you can harness the fact that your wheel is spinning around and round and round, it's kind of, it's kind of the same concept of I think the Prius does it. When you brake, it reuses some of that heat and energy and uses it to partially right. recharge the battery. Right. Think if you could do something like in the in your in your shoes, right? When you step, obviously the rubber in the sole of your shoe somebody, compresses. Somebody is doing that actually. Soul Power here in Pittsburgh is doing that. Okay, to help power, yeah. uh, help bring power to I think uh, you know like you know lesser you know, lesser countries. You know, mm-hmm. they need it. They don't have electricity. Um, so so no, that's completely happening. So I, I've heard I've heard more about the kinetic information than I have like let's tap into the glucose in your bloodstream or, right. or things of that nature. Right, right. Yeah, it gets weird because they do get into like the, the Google contact lens, which is what we know that they want Google Glass to become. And that makes sense. And I think I think a lot of people would want, want something like that too. So, um, no, I, it, it's interesting. There's a little bit of just pontificating here about the future here. Um, but but I thought it was a really, really interesting concept. And like uh, the... the kind of the creep factor in this kind of worries me when you start talking about tapping into into 
past the kinetic concept, like what happens if your watch sucks all the iron out of your body while you're sleeping right. and right, like, right, you right. never wake up? Like, oops. Skynet decides to just take out everybody, and then we're all like living in the matrix where it's just barely keeping us alive, and we're we're using we power the machine. I, I don't know. It, uh, it seems scary. Well, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's a movie. There's, there's a scary movie coming out of this somewhere along the line, right? So, <laughs> I mean, would you would you want to to power your devices with something that's going on inside your body versus just the kinetic? Yeah, you got to think about it. So, so it, the way your body works, if I'm understanding this correctly, so so we all try to run and do this other stuff, get some exercise in order to burn our calories, right? So what? And and that extra power just stores as as fat. So what if that extra power we're burning those calories by supplying energy to our phone, you know? And then that's now we're kind of generating. I mean, there has to be a balance. That's 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 the problem. Is. Yeah, there needs to be, there a, has balance. To be a balance. <laughs> and people are really bad about the balance about food and energy and everything to begin with. So it can get complicated, I think, for the normal person too. So. I don't know. All right. I think we go back to Katie on this one. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, well, well, actually, no, there's a Chilla one. I'm sorry. There's a Chilla one. Google yeah, Plus chilla. photos are going away. Yep. What? No. So because, Go- so, so because Google released photos, they're getting rid of the photos section in Google's Google Plus. All that means is the button's going away, right? The, from my understanding, correct. <laughs> like, that's it. That, that's completely it. It'll be interesting to see if there's like anything that we don't don't necessarily know about. Mm-hmm. Like how how are you gonna? So the button's going away. How are you gonna post? Like is it just Google Plus when you go to post a photo, just gonna look at photos instead of Google Plus photos? Like how's it all gonna intertwine? How's are they gonna update the well, UI? As it, is, as it is, when you go to the the thing. Uh, so I'm in. Oh, this is the wrong one. Hold no. on, hold on. It's uh, this one here. There we go. So here's my Google Photos. It's already got a photo up. I took of you guys mm-hmm. and some some other stuff. Oh, there's nothing too dangerous in there. Uh, so <laughs> let's say let's say I want I want this. So so you're talking about like the sharing within Google Plus, but right. So are they gonna? But I I, I find it it's gonna be really cumbersome to go if I have to come this. into Photos to then share a photo. Right, in right, right. Plus, right. But it's kind of that kind of division that's happening with Facebook, isn't it? As far as I mean, okay, is it easier? Are, are, are you talking about first? Are you talking about on phone or are you talking about in browser? Phone in phone. So, isn't it easier to pull up your photos app, which I would imagine you kept right next to your Google Plus app? I would think, or you just pull down your your, your search and, and you popped into it. Uh, isn't it easier to just go to your photos app and share something out than to go into Google Plus? Okay, where they put that menu? It's over here. Go into the photos, and you have to drill down into it. Can you respond to a comment with a photo? Typically, no. Okay. I don't think so. Because I've seen a lot of more more people doing that in Facebook, and that's where I think that workflow doesn't work out right in Plus. No, it doesn't. I see a lot more and more I see people responding to a picture or a comment with a photo. Mm-hmm. And that how are they going to then make that work? I, I think they need to leave all of the photo type data in there but instead of pointing to your drive google drive and a couple other things they just needed to point to photos right they don't want to abandon the people that already use it 
Like, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time grasping what this actually means. Uh, it means we won't cry when they shut down Google Plus eventually. <laughs> um, or alter it, or whatever the case may be. You know, you know. I gotta say though, Google Plus is powerful. I mean, it really is. It gives kind of that um, that 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 side that makes you understand exactly how you're putting information in for your business. I noticed um, they added collections to the business pages as I was uh, tinkering around for a client the other day, which immediately I started emulating what I do on Pinterest because I started doing some categories on Pinterest, like, hey, here's the nutritional stuff, here's our video stuff we're doing, and kind of breaking that down a little bit. So I don't know where that shows up. I don't know if that shows up in our card in the Google search. Um, but I am also was very intrigued. I know how many people called our business via a Google link. That's interesting. So, so I was just looking. You get your graphs, and this wasn't there before. It was. It wasn't there before. This. This is new in the last month, maybe. And uh, you know, you get your your stats. If you go to, if you have a business page or a podcast page or whatever it is um, on, on on Google Plus, you get you'll get a page, and if it's linked to your YouTube, you'll get your YouTube stats. You'll get your insights, and that that's giving you your visits and impressions. But I think that also includes like, did they find you on Google? Did they search for this? Find it? There's information. And you get that little info card on the right and everything, and that's all the information you put in there from Google Plus. But then there you go down. There's another graph, and 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 you know you you go. I search for uh, slice on Broadway on here, and I click that button to call on my phone, and it transitions over to a real call. That that's a tick, and and now you know exactly how effective that is. And I was looking; it was like uh, I don't know something like uh, 50 calls in the last like month uh, off of there, and I was like, that, that's that's pretty good. So I don't, and it's interesting too because I. It's an interesting metric because I find more and more I'm less likely to add you to my phone book if I know I can just search for your information and then click to dial. Right. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I see myself using more and more, especially when ordering pizza from Slice, is using my iPad and dialing through the phone. So the iPad's the phone because it's hooked hooked up. Right. And I'm just tapping on the iPad the phone number – and the phone call comes up on the iPad, even though it's dialing out through the phone. Mm-hmm. So that's where I, I could see that you should. I'm guessing you should see that metric go up and up and up as less people store contacts and know that they can just search information and then click to dial. Exactly. Exactly. Now I can't find it. Now it's not coming up for me. Maybe it's under insights. Oh, now I'm concerned. Oh, no, it is under Insights. So it is. It, I never drilled that deep into this part of it. Uh, but as you get in here, this is, this is my one client I work with. And you see their visibility and views all time, you know, all that kind of stuff, clicks through and everything. But here, right here, phone calls. Boom. And it's telling you what day are the most. And, and, and you can, you know, this is the last four weeks. And, and you can go, you know, back last 12 weeks and everything like that. So. Very, very interesting, and it's a new metric for you guys to play with with your clients out there. So, I think the only reason I'm thinking with Google Photos, the only thing that would really affect is maybe Hangouts, because there are photos that I share that I've shared privately, essentially between other people um, that I might be chatting with, you know, on Hangouts versus um, mm-hmm. that I don't, you know, that aren't anywhere else. Like they don't show up on my phone. Like I could send, um, I could take a picture specifically in Hangouts and send it to somebody, and it's shared privately with that person, but it never gets into my photos. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, because I've I've gone to look up things later, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, that's in my Google Plus photo album because I shared it on Hangouts versus right. sharing it over. Huh. Versus, like when you do use messages on your iPhone, those mm-hmm. photos don't necessarily go into your camera roll unless you tell it to. Yeah, same thing. So, save it. So same interesting. thing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
there's another, oh, Dutters, you have a story here about Google Drive as well. Yeah, um, uh, Google Drive is kind of acknowledged that Office is still kind of number one. And, you know, we still need Microsoft Office. So they're going to, um, they're la- launching an Office plugin. So you're going to be able to connect between your Drive and your Office Excel and your Microsoft Word. Um, and not just kind of in a, not, I don't want to say a bastardized way, but that's kind of how it's been. Mm-hmm. between the two of them, but it seems like they're going to start playing nice. Well, that's nice, because, I mean, maybe your workplace uh, is using Google Drive, but you are an, uh, an office, a Word person, you know, so um, but that's good. I, I think it's interesting that everybody's getting this interoper, but, I mean, they're already been, uh, well, they had a Dropbox connection already, mm-hmm. so. I think yeah. they recently partnered with Box, too. Yeah? Box.net. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, so, and I, I think that just goes to show it shouldn't matter where I store my data. Mm-hmm. If you want me to edit, if you want me to edit my data using your product, then you better give me a way to get to it. And it's it also acknowledging matter. not everything is sitting on my hard drive anymore, right? So, and and, and kind of like the like, like, okay, we need to address. They're going to have things in 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 this hard, this cloud drive, this cloud drive, this cloud drive. It's not about that. Although it is really nice, I loaded up some OneDrive on my uh, laptop because I, I I'm kind of splitting things up. And I was like, oh, I have just a couple of these videos that I've been watching. Let me just throw them into OneDrive and just kind of get used to that experience because I'm getting more and more people to send me files on OneDrive, and I keep getting lost a little bit with the interface. So I just want to get more familiarized with it. So useful tip if you if you end up using OneDrive and you want more space and mm-hmm. you go and use Bing a couple times a day you can quickly earn credits okay that then you can redeem okay. for more space okay all right yeah i keep getting that statement but i never use bing so you know i always get an xbox i get xbox uh, uh point statements but apparently i play too old of games for them to give me points ah. so Ooh. it's always the problem so hey i just beat Bioshock Infinite. I'm like two years late, but that's okay. I didn't pay anything for it. So, well, have you played any of the games that where like if you need to get credits instead of doing like in-game purchases, you can actually go watch this video or go watch this ad, and you pick up a couple gems or you pick up whatever. You- um, you don't know Jack is like that uh, on the phone, and you know I usually don't stick with those very off- very long because okay. it just gets too annoying. Because the Star Wars game, Star Wars Commander was like that and there was something else i was playing that i that i stuck with for an ex- to the point where i like i was leveled up to the point where there was no more levels for me to play until i came out with an update and that's where it kind of lost me was i stopped playing because i kind of hit that plateau but i i think where you like with bing you can do that kind of stuff where they have like a daily thing you can go do and if you go do it you get points and mm-hmm. if you get points and you can cash it in for ten dollar amazon gift cards i mean it's it's actually i don't know how or how microsoft's making money on it but mm-hmm. it's definitely worth a few minutes of your day to start just stockpiling either disk space or money it's a weird social engineering experiment at the end right mm-hmm. Dutters, what is the social media rundown for this week? Sweet. Ready for this? Let's I'm ready. do it. Uh, Eli ready. Roth, producing a murder mystery on Snapchat Sunday with Crypt TV. Didn't know Crypt TV was a station, but now I know. Um, essentially, there's going to be some high-level Twitter, YouTube, Vine folks um, with a high follower count that will be killed off, and you have to figure out who did it Ooh. using Snapchats. So you're going to follow Crypt TV. 
Um, something else you may have noticed, Twitter removed the background images and changed them to a bright white bar if you're using the desktop. I, I got a very angry message about this today from a colleague. I was like, they took it away. And I'm like, I, you spent a lot of time on your background, didn't you? I haven't updated mine for years. So that, that okay. Yeah. It okay. does give it a cleaner look, though. Mm-hmm. It looks nicer. I forgot that we had backgrounds as a choice. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about backgrounds. Like, the, the cover photo is still there. Yeah. Yes. So we're we're talking, and I haven't even considered the background. I think the Mayhem Show had one. I have, and I think they they left it in certain sections, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Okay. There's certain there's the whole terms and things you can look into certain sign ins and public and good stuff. Um, a drug company Allergan, sorry, Allergan launches actually she can ad campaign to target lady millennials with specific health questions. So now it's. It, this is it. Get on the boat. Target ladies, especially millennials. We have questions. They have answers. So um, it's definitely all in for the um, girl power, which is really awesome. And I don't know how we missed this. Uh, Wendy's is utilizing YouTube with Baconator YouTube videos. There were bacon puppets. How the oh, heck did no. we miss bacon puppets? That first link is the bacon puppets there. Okay. It's kind of like an after school special where you don't <laughs> need smoke. Look at that. But oh. we have bacon. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know how we managed to miss this. And kind of just, I'm going to touch on this. <laughs> this gets weird. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's the whole, all of them are weird. But they have, a, it's amazing. It's a million plus, 500,000 plus watched video. It, it's fantastic. And somebody else, uh, I put in the show notes earlier, Target is also going to be using uh, YouTube, um, big YouTube uh, folks to for their back to school campaigns. Oh. So all this is telling us is, you know, everybody's jump on this Snapchat. We want to reach out to the millennials. We want to jump on this new app. The millennials and the kids are on YouTube. That's right. When it's, Go to YouTube. Isn't Google, I think Google announced recently they're going to actually come out with a pay mm-hmm. pay service for YouTube where it's going to, and they're not getting any Marvel exclusive TV show type deal there. It's going to be all YouTube generated content. It's it, not. Is, is, isn't it basically, um, this is the one where like everybody had to re, re accept a user agreement that basically says, uh, if you have ads, you can like, like this would replace your ad revenue. I guess it is people paying for this. And that's been a little bit of a, Ooh, do I really want to do that? If that's my income, you know, kind of thing for, Mm -hmm. you know, the millions of, you know, millions and millions of, of YouTube you know, view people out there. Not not us. We're not getting anything off of YouTube. There's big people not making anything off of YouTube. Like, Twit does not make anything off of YouTube, for instance. It's, it's really interesting. You have to, like, be PewDiePie in order to do this at this point. And I think it's really, really hard to get at that point. If you're like, I want to make a YouTube and get rich. Nope. nope. Probably not. Your, your, your chances are not good at, at that rate. So, I don't know. They got Fox to sign on. That was the new one. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. there's a bunch so, of the YouTube pay service. So, but is this like, is it a Hulu replacement? No, no, because it's... No, because it's not supposed to be... It's it's not going to be externally generated sourced content wow. from what they were saying. It's wow. all going to be YouTube. Gen- it seems like it's an extension of what they were trying to do with Nerdist and when they when they set up all those studios yeah, and those people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the studios are still there and they're still opening new ones. Yeah, so, so that's where I'm thinking they're trying to go with that. Where's that Pittsburgh studio, guys? Where, where's, uh, where's YouTube Pittsburgh? I mean, I think uh, we'd have a lot of fun with it. It's in Sorgatron Media Basement. uh, Yeah, yeah, this is YouTube money right here. (laughs) Exactly. That's why we got a Froyo machine over there. 
And uh, the, did you notice the ball pit over by the water heater? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, on that note. <laughs> so we know how to party. We, know, we, do know, we do know how to party around here. Uh, but anyways, yeah, please, hey, check out everything else going on around the network. Like I mentioned, the awesome chats that we've been having with Justin Kanaki and, uh, and the fellows with the uh, Final Fantasy Symphony uh, coming up here. And uh, so many other great, great shows. Uh, the Power Hour I'm doing with Will. Um, and, and just a bunch of basic sorgonomics. Sign up for the newsletter. I have a lot of creative things going on, uh, and we do that uh, more or less weekly, except when I'm going on vacation, and, uh, and, uh, and we have some fun with that. Um, anything else going on? Anything else up- upcoming that you guys have your eyes on? Windows 10 Win- releases. Oh, Windows 10 will release next Wednesday? Is that right? Next Wednesday or Tuesday? Wednesday the 29th, right? I hope Wednesday is the 29th because my deadline for something is that. Wednesday is the 29th. Okay. Um, Windows 10. I thought it was Monday. Mistake. Oh, it is the 29th. You're right. Okay. And that's going to be rolling out. You might not You might not get it on the 29th? You might not. It seems like it's going to be a staggered rollout. People in the Insider program are definitely going to be first in line. Also, if you got in line um, via your little toolbar updates, mm-hmm. uh I'm guessing it's going to roll out over the next month. Um, I'm on the Insider. I'm interested because I'm on the Insider program on one device and not on two other devices. So Mm -hmm. interesting to see how that rolls out. Motorola is going to announce something, I think, also next Tuesday. Um, I think it's potentially going to be two more X's, the Moto X line, and maybe another G phone. Who knows? Um, But they have a big announcement coming up next week. And, oh, Black Friday in <laughs> July. July. Best Buy, right? Best Buy is coming up um, to combat the the crap that was Amazon <laughs> Prime Day, in my mind. Yeah. Um, did not feel good about that, did you? It was horrible. It was awful. The, the, and I'll tell you what would have made it better. The UI. Mm-hmm. If they would have... It's one thing to... to peruse a circular that says here's what we're going to be selling on friday mm-hmm. versus i gotta click keep clicking and clicking next, and clicking next, and clicking next, and clicking next, it's like punch the monkey next, next, next. yeah it's it's ridiculous is what it is it, it, to the point where like and there were certain things that i actually like the diaper genie refills that i actually wanted that sold out in in like less than 30 seconds and and the kicker was and maybe i should have spent more time on figuring out how to get back to that item but i saw that it was coming up at like the noon hour or whatever so i actually set an alarm on my phone at noon and then i had to click next 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 by the time i got back to that section of the panel it was sold out i'm like this is ridiculous probably like three (laughs) then don't put it on sale (laughs) and i could not find the one tv they, mm-hmm. they they claimed there was going to be three different TVs on sale. I found the the, the four thousand dollar Samsung one that sold out, mm-hmm. yeah. but I could not find the other. There was going to be a thirty two inch and a something. Right, there was one supposed to be like a seventy five dollar thirty two inch, which would yeah. be amazing. But mm-hmm. uh, they had like three of them, and I guess they probably did it at like two in the morning. To be honest, yeah, they started at like three a.m. our time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, Pride Day, we've learned our lesson there. At K Dutters on the Twitters. I'm wearing my ice cream shirt today. 
bring our ice cream. My Aunt Nisa. Aunt Nisa, plug it in our fine establishment locally yes. at the Aunt Nisa, uh that we also end up. We, where's that sponsor? Where's our Where's our Aunt Nisa, We want ice cream. Ice cream. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We'll talk about you. There you go. That's a freebie right there. Uh, John Chichilla at Chilla. He's the man, man of, of the, the gadgets. gadgets. I'm just gonna next next week. I'm just gonna man have this huge thing of gadgets all around me. There you go. There well, you actually, go. I won't be here next week. You won't so be here next week. It'll be, I'll it'll just be lying on the couch in three like, weeks. Yeah, no, <laughs> and then I won't, I'm not bringing all those here, but I'll, I'll do something at home. We'll figure something out. <laughs> Wall of gadgets. You're like a green screen of just your gadgets around her. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Some sort of there you go. And of course, check out everythingawesomecast.net. Uh, find out how you can subscribe to the show, video and audio versions, and uh, please comment and share and uh, and 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 support us on the Patreon if you want to do it that way. If we talked about some stuff on the show. You can also. You can also get uh, 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 stuff that we talked about through Amazon. Help out the show. Get a little bit kickback that way. And please do that. Thank you for everybody joining us. Thank you, Missy Sorg, for doing the show notes this week. Whoa, we got a shout out to Missy Sorg. Oh, yeah. She's been helping us out the last couple of weeks. Uh, If you have Tuesdays free... We could use a show note person for one or all of the shows. So if you do listen uh, as usual uh, and, and would like to help us out and, and help us, so we don't have to. I don't have to remember what the heck we talked about later at night uh, when I'm doing these uh, show edits and posts and such. Uh, please let me know. Um, just hit up uh, Mike uh, Mike at SorgatronMedia.com or the contact form over there at SorgatronMedia.com and uh, and let us know that you can help us out. We'd really appreciate it. So. Uh, so with that, thank you to our awesome chat room. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.